Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Indeed. It's the Independent Wrestling Podcast. I'm Mike Hamley, joined once again by my awesome co-host, Righteous Reg. And hey, we're yeah, also... Yeah. And we're also joined this week by all the way from Australia. She came to be all here. the way just <laughs> for this. Just Shaza for this. McKenzie. What's up, wow. Shaza? Hello. How are you? Awesome. That's been my favorite thing this week or well, the last couple of weeks is like seeing people be like, she came all the way from Australia all to be the on this show. It's like I know. I've got to like, like, I've gotta really like add it into my my ring intro. I bet. So you are, I guess that's the, the joke here, but you are now residing here in America as an American America. independent wrestler. How I has the transition been so far? How, how long has it been and how has the transition been so far um, for you? We are coming up. Oh, are we? Tomorrow will be like four weeks that I've been here, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy. That has gone very, very fast. Um, wow. I thought that I would have a license by now. But I digress. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to take this long. America. Um, here we are. Um, it's been, yeah, no, like being in America, like, is, it's like I've spent a lot of time in America over the last like decade or so. And like I've done mm-hmm. many extended trips in America. So, like, being in America, I'm compl- like, I'm very like okay with like, I can just, oh, I'll like Uber myself here or I'll just, I know how these things work. I know how this works, blah, blah, blah. But then like trying to like, live here yeah and deal with like the government mm-hmm. is a whole other universe of things that like just very simple processes that could just be a lot simpler and they're like let's make it as hard as possible and like maybe maybe i'm just a ditz and i'm making it harder on myself i don't know but i do mm-hmm. think that maybe the system is broken uh, if, I, if i were to say so i'd say yes as an American, yeah. <laughs> as, as an observer from the north, it does sometimes kind of be like living in the apartment above the meth lab. Yeah, totally. One thousand yeah. percent. You know, it's That's uh, not far off base at all. Yeah, but that being said, I think Enterprise Rent a Car even like you have a vendetta with them now starting. I sure do, um, because they. So I hired a car. I flew back in from. Was I in Chicago? I flew, I flew between Chicago and Solid. So I flew in on Saturday and I'm flying back out on next Saturday for another thing. So I was like, oh, I need a car to do my driver's test. So I'll just hire a car from the airport and then just like, I'll just have a car for a week. That'll be nice. Mm-hmm. We'll treat my, I'll treat myself to a car with the amount of money I spend on Ubers. It's probably about the same, like right. at the end of the day for a week. Um, so hired a car, one, but mainly because I needed to do a driver's test and I don't have a car to do a driver's test because to get a car in Missouri, where I live, uh, you have to buy a car. You have to have a Missouri driver's license. To have a Missouri driver's license, I have to do a driver's test. Mm-hmm. So, can't just buy a car. I can't just say, "Here's the money, please exchange." It. No, that would be too simple. 
Right. I, I just want to exchange my money for goods mm-hmm. and services and products, but that was too, that's too simple. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a car yesterday. The car uh, randomly, after I was finished at the gym, didn't turn on. Uh-oh. And I was like, that's great. Love that. Um, called Enterprise and they're like, hey, we'll send AAA, uh, AAA out. I was like, cool. AAA came out. They jump started the car and they're like, yeah, you'll be fine now. Like, you don't need to like worry about it. Like, the car will be fine. And then the car was fine. Hmm. The car was fine for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then today I went to do my driver's test, which I got there at uh, 6.30 this morning because they said they open at 7, but you have to be there extra early because they'll book out, they'll like be booked out of people yeah, to do the, the DMV, test. Like, the worst. Yeah, by like mm-hmm. 8.39. Like, they're mm-hmm. like, if you're any later, because I think, I, yeah, I went yesterday and I went at like 10 and they're like, nah, mate, it's not mm-hmm. happening. I was like, fuck. Um, so go do, go to do my test. They're like, yep, uh, just wait in your car and the examiner will be out to see you in like an hour or something. So I sit in my car for an hour, literally an hour. This is wow. uh, because, oh, fuck. yeah, because like I was, I was seventh in the, in the line, despite mm-hmm. getting there half an hour. Yeah. The, it was insane. Um, Victorious tonight. Oh no. Team action. What in the world? DDT. Who is that? Someone has attacked Shazam McKen- What? It's Sean Ross Sapp! Sean? From Fightful, attacking Shazza McKenzie! I know they've had words on social media heading into the squared circle. What Hi, <laughs> Shazza! Oh my god, come on! How did you get here, Sean Ross Sapp? This is bullshit. Your drive home, Shaza. Oh, <laughs> my God. What it. the hell, Sean Ross? What are you doing you. here? Oh, my God. Oh, I just got a bigger pop here than I did that night. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, I don't think my groan of disappointment is a pop. I, uh, I they were one. so shocked they couldn't say anything. You had them speechless. Listen, they were you guys, speechless. You guys set the internet on fire. We did. For some yep. reason, Sean Rossap revealed himself, and people were mad. They, that was the maddest I've seen people in a long time. They didn't oh, want man. Shazza to get DDT'd by some random jobber named SRS. What mm. the hell happened here? Why did you run in there, Sean Rossap, with the mask why, on? Why did you do that? What was going on here? What was going through your yeah. brain? Okay. Why did you think you deserve to be in the ring with a superstar like myself? Okay, mm. that's the point right there. Okay. How many people did you see? Eh, journalist wants to be a wrestler so bad. Wants to be a wrestler. He just wants to... <laughs> My coach is trained under Billy fucking Robinson. Hey. Billy Robinson. Okay. They went and trained with Josh Barnett. Ooh. You you know who asked to be in the ring with me last year? Josh Barnett! He did. Mm. He did. I do know. He that. did. Mm. He did. And I got these weenies on the internet all the time that are like, eh, keyboard warrior, keyboard warrior. And, you know, me and Shaza are friends. I don't want anybody to pretend that we're not. I, I like Shaza. But hey, we would bro. make... We would make little jokes about, oh, we'll, we'll do we'll do a match. We'll do a diner fight and all that. And it went from being our joke to being everybody else's joke. Mm-hmm. And I'm not cool with that. I'm not okay with that. Okay. So after just years out of the ring, I stopped wrestling when I, I got the job at Fightful. I said, you know what? I, I can't train anymore. 
so I don't want to be in the ring consistently. I, I got to do this job. But I just wanted to prove a little point to Shaza that at any time I can show up and be better than her at the thing that she does every single day of her life. Oh, shit. Yeesh. And that's I mean, why I took a bunch of pictures of my ass right? in the ring. Hmm. You, mm. <laughs> Sean, sweetie, sweetie, I, you you hit a DDT. <laughs> it was a like, really good one, like, though. I like, hey, not for nothing. Gangrel was impressed. I'll, I'll say yeah, it. like this, you you didn't like fucking main event Wrestle Kingdom here. Let's chill. Let's chill. Chill. Like, well, I mean, let, let's be real. Shit. I got about the same reaction as a lot of people get at Wrestle Kingdom. So. I mean, that we just we just had oh, a polite. The, I know what happened. The sound traveled. That's what happened. The sound was traveling weird. The sound, in that place it was the, the acoustics in the building yeah, were gotcha, like right. it's not like it was like like right. It was a very yeah. polite Japanese style crowd. Mm. They were like. Okay. That was a good DDT. That's what they, they did. Like, yeah. DDT. There was no hands. They like the paywall. They were more like one guy was like Sean Rossap. What are you doing here? <laughs> there was there was one person I heard say Sean Rossap, and at the my, that time I was like, someone recognized me. Thank God, someone. I mean, I've been going to shows for the last year with people with bloody Sean Rossap signs for me. So someone somewhere does know who you are, unfortunately. Um, and it's me. Hmm. I know who you are, but that's it. Uh, <laughs> no one else. In the, no, every, it was, you know, we set, we set the internet on fire or yeah. not on fire. I don't know. I flew all the way from Australia. For you that. You did. That's the word is that I took your shine away after you flew you all did. the way from Australia. And I know. <laughs> that's what was reported the on the internet. Well, yeah. the, the burning question is, Shazza, are you going to get revenge on Sean Ross Sapp? Well, obviously, but he he's not going to know when, he's not going to know where, he's not going to know how. Mm. He doesn't get that insight. Oh. He, he, there's going to be revenge. There's always revenge. Okay. I can't he wait He keeps today. his schedule pretty, pretty publicly known. He does. He does. Well, it's, so, it's weird because people on the internet swear I run from him all the time in public. Ooh, so. Yeah, no. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> Oh, and this mask messed up my hair. Do you see this? Well, I'm just about see? to put this thing back on. Mm. Give you a little little bit of trauma oh, here. Oh, wow. Man, look, look, I'm, look oh. at that. Spawn Ross sap. Mm. Oh my fucking god. This is no. crazy. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm two and oh on you right now, Shaza. Wow. Because I just I just got you again. This cow. Wow, Shaza. Can you believe this guy? What are you? What who are you? Are you? He's throwing bones. Are you well? Are you well? <laughs> no, no. He's on the show with Reg on Saturdays. Oh, oh no. Are you? Oh, well, oh my God. Uh, he just got uh, all the jokes. Just right? speak English or go home, Shaza. <laughs> you do not have to put up with this, Shaza. I know. I'm like uh, overheating from the laughter. My face is going red because it's this so is Look, she, she's over here. She's ready. <laughs> She's ready. This guy Good. just keeps running in, unsus unsuspected, getting his shit off, beating his elbows. He's breaking. I don't know what the. Hey, I just literally knocked over all of my monitors. What's weird to happen to your face, Sean? 
right there. That's what's going to happen. Oh, I just no. want you to knock the monitor in my house. Oh, no. Off the rails, I'm telling you. I told oh you God. that I was going to get it back. I didn't say how. Hey, Karma's going to find you. I'm two and one. Karma's going to find you. I swear. You keep slow uh, walking the dog. Karma's going to find your ass. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about Austin Kong either. Shout out to Austin Kong. Oh, <laughs> no. He said, this is too hard. Last time this picture came up, I got in trouble, so. Um, yeah, so what you're saying is you're going to get revenge on Sean Rossap, and he's not going to know of course when not. it is. I'm not going to let him the know. secret. Because he, he does, like you said, he has a public schedule. He'd be like, I'm going to be here at this yeah. fan fest, at this convention. <laughs> that could be the time. Sometimes I'm at these. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And fests and these conventions and hmm. these big wrestling weekends in different cities. Like, there's places. Huh. I'm going to pull Sean out of here, and yeah, if, he happens, if he happens yeah, to come geez. back, we welcome oh, him back. Yeah. But otherwise, uh, he's wow. ruining the carpet. Crazy. <laughs> that was unsuspected, right. Shazza. We would never do that. We would never have this running going on without you happening, without you knowing, without you, you know what I'm saying. Sean yeah, Rossap does what he does. We're on Fightful, so we just have to kind of roll with the punches, as you can yeah. see, of the elbows that he's throwing. So, Yeah, that was big surprise for all of us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's get this back on track. Okay. Yeah. Where were we? You have Are a driver's license in America. You can drive now when you do eventually get the license to your bookings. Is that what we're leading to? When when I get, yeah, when I get yeah. this license, ideally tomorrow. Yes. Um, it's going to be my, my seventh time attempting. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully. And then I will be able to drive to my bookings because I'm in St. Louis, which is a very nice drivable area to it a is. lot of wrestling. A lot of good um, wrestling in St. Mm -hmm. Louis also. Yes. Yeah. And promoters can still fly me places if they want to. If mm -hmm. you, oh, I don't know how to wink. Judge, mm -hmm. judge. Like, it's okay. It. I'll still, I'll take the plane. It's okay. Right. But. I can't. I will be able to drive at some point. <laughs> and now, when you get now, when you're talking about getting flown out to bookings, does this include Canada? Are you uh, are you available for Canadian bookings as well? I am available for Canadian bookings. All uh, right. I haven't been to Canada, but I do have I do have a one Canada date locked into my calendar currently, and I have oh, a few sweet. that are. You know, we're figuring it out because mm -hmm. dates because everyone runs the same date, and it's yeah. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> everybody's always running at all times, which is great yeah, for all like, the wrestlers. Right, because there's so yeah. much work. There's right. so much wrestling to do. But I'm like, ah, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. It's always the same day, but it's not always the same day because there's always shows. <laughs> so uh, making the transition over here, did you find it as, you know, as just the wrestling part, did you find you were going to get bookings easier being closer here to America? Is that part of the reason that played into you coming over here? Uh, was there a scene where you were like kind of break down what was happening before you got here too? Uh, yeah. So um, back in Australia, there, like there's definitely wrestling in Australia. Yeah. Um, that's how we oh, yeah. managed to have so many really talented um, Australian professional wrestlers go on and do, you know, amazing things like mm-hmm. Rhea is currently the SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown Women's Champions. Like, SmackDown, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, you know, we've got Bronson Reeds over there. We've got, like, it's just, there's there's lots of Australians that have done amazing things because we have a very good scene back home as far as, like, the quality of talent that we produce in Australia. Yeah. Uh, we don't have as much, like, because wrestling isn't, like, part of the culture the way it is in America. Like, mm-hmm. uh you know, Raw here airs prime time on a Monday night. Like right, people right. sit around and watch it or whatever. If you wanted to watch wrestling in Australia, you had to like go out of your way to watch it. Like Raw airs on uh, Tuesday at uh, noon. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> like Different. you have to want to watch it. Like you're not going to just casually be flicking through the TV and be like, oh, suddenly this is the thing I really want to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so there isn't the fan base for wrestling to the same extent, yeah. uh, but there's definitely a very good scene there um, that we'd wrestle maybe like three, four times a month, um, which is fine, but it's not. To the it's different. You, yeah. Like you can't yeah. pay your bills with that. Uh, mm-hmm. But the counter point of the fact that we were only wrestled three, four times a month or whatever is that we had so much more time for training. And that is why mm. I, it's what I would attribute to why so many of the Australian wrestlers have been so successful uh, because their fundamentals are so crisp because we've, we've just spent hours and hours and hours and hours Makes doing, sense. The reps, doing the reps, doing the reps, doing the reps, getting that basic stuff down. Um, but then when you come here, there's so much wrestling and it's so chaotic and it's just a completely different universe. Um, and I thrive off the chaos. <laughs> like when it's happening, I hate it. And I'm like, what is happening? This is stressful. And there's so many things going on and I have to be here and there. And Oh my God, when do I put my makeup on? I can't even put makeup on for this. I'm sorry. It's not that I know. It's want. okay. I, Neither I did I. Put, it's fine. You know what? Like it's one less day that I have to put makeup on today. And yes. that's, yeah. that's when you're Enjoy wrestling it. and, doing that stuff constantly like doing things like putting on makeup becomes part of work and like part right. of like a stressful experience not a stressful it's not stressful but yeah like a, you know like oh i have to do this, this, this and but i thrive off that chaos like i like when it's happening i'm like i hate this i'm so tired and it's the worst but when it's done i go oh my god i love this, and this is that was great <laughs> Yeah, go, going from three times, three to four times a month to three to four times in a weekend over here in America must have been like a big culture shock as far as like, honestly, in rest in America, it feels like there's wrestling seven days a week now. Like at some point and somewhere in America, you could get yourself a match. If you oh, yeah, absolutely. I think um, so. I did like a month tour in uh, October last year. I was here for one month. Mm-hmm. I think I did like. 15 shows in 19 days or something wow. something's absolutely silly yeah um, like it's something that like halfway through it i was like no 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 this this was too much. 
is I I have overcommitted myself and right. I uh, but I because I've every other time I've come over I've had like I can be here for two months or I can be here for three months I can be here for a month like and I've, I've always had to come in and be like do as much as you possibly can in a short amount of time mm -hmm. um, whereas now because I, I mean I'm still trying to do everything that I possibly can but now I'm like oh two to, two to three shows a week at week is okay that's that's a reasonable amount um, I'm not trying to w wrestle five days a week because right. I would collapse mm -hmm. if I was doing that for like an extended period of time it's okay for like a couple of months but like now that I'm here permanently I'm like I'm okay with not doing it as I mean you know look for the right amount of money I'd absolutely do it. <laughs> <laughs> not be crazy you, you are a wrestler we know I'm, i am it's all about the, it's all so, about the pay window it is gotta hit the pay is. window send exactly. the check i'm get i'll get slammed yeah sure i'll do it this mm -hmm. um, i like to talk big game but i'll just do it won't mm -hmm. i i'll but yeah I love it. um but it's, it's different but both both scenes have their like advantages i think yeah. and i think i'm mm -hmm. lucky that i get i've gotten to experience both uh, but I've done everything that I could possibly do in Australian wrestling right. um, at this point, and um, I've always wanted to live here. So um, I just had a midlife crisis. What the hell are you doing yeah. back here? Can't even hear you. Can't even think. You can't even hear you him run, now. You Listen. run a podcast no. thing and a website, and you can't even Listen. figure out how to turn your microphone on. I, I've muted Denise. I muted myself. I muted a crowd a couple weeks ago. True. I am the great muter. Yeah. That's what I do. The great um, muter. I, I just want to apologize for my outburst. Not not because I'm ashamed of it, but because I, I humiliated myself because <laughs> I punched at Shaza so hard that I completely knocked over all of my monitors. I actually sent you a picture of that Shaza, but wow. um, yeah. Well, I didn't check my phone because I was being polite to the mm -hmm. um podcast that i was doing yeah that. yeah shaza and professionalism they just go hand in hand right yes <laughs> yes i think everyone would say that short huh it, i don't yeah it seemed that way like yeah, yeah. 20 minutes I'd, say, I'd say i'm pretty i'm pretty yeah. professional you know my favorite thing about shaza moving to america besides nothing at all absolutely <laughs> yeah obviously. is is the quick acceleration into her becoming an online Karen. She's like, hey, Dunkin' Donuts, you got my order wrong. Guys, I'm American like, oh Airlines. I can do this. I can do this now. I see all the wrestlers do it, and now I can do it. Like hey, American Airlines, where's my bag? My Joey's in there. They literally, mm -hmm. they just wouldn't give me my bag. It's it's the melting up. pot that is America. That's She's what happens when you touch down, you start breathing the air. You're like, you know what? Fuck you. Uh, I deserve something. Yeah. I'm an American every, now. Every mm -hmm. time that I have tweeted something, it has been because someone else that is American has been like, you should tweet it. <laughs> and I've gone, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it works 60% of the time, 100% of the time, I think. Yeah. Oh. I usually try to just like DM them, but yeah. if they're like, because usually the blue tick, well, now these days the blue tick doesn't get as much of a response. Doesn't mean as it anything. Used to. Doesn't mean anything. But it used to mean if a blue tick person started DMing you, you'd suddenly be like, whoa, let's fix this problem. Um, okay, you guys are beating around the bush. Should we call Black Label Pro to set this one-on-one -on -one match? Yeah, where's up? Mikey? 
Cause you guys are just. Are we gonna keep playing hey, this uh, game? Sorry, I'm. I'm getting. I'm hearing somebody yelling uh, downstairs for me to come watch Tower Heist. I gotta go. Tower Heist. Why are you running out of here? Wait, what? <laughs> Tower. Come on. You see, I start talking about a match. He's talking about running Tower, watch. Tower Heist. The it's a great move. Where were we again? Oh, here he goes. Oh. <laughs> he just, in the, the backstage, just watching us? Uh, at the moment, yeah, basically. Yeah, name? he's... Yeah, he was gone. He, he came back, you know. We're we, going to have to get in Mikey from Black Label Pro. He'll never yeah. come back. We set this match up. Yeah. Exactly. Huh? Then we'll never see him again. He'll be too scared. He'll mm. run away. Ridiculous. Ugh. Yeah, you got something to say? Oh, I thought she was gone. Y'all told me she was. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can we get this oh, podcast back on track? I can't we're professionals remember what here. we were talking about. Jeez, Louise, we're professionals here. So, All right. yes, let's get back on track. You have had some, uh, let's talk about Black Label Pro because you've had some great mm-hmm. showings there. One of our favorite independent wrestling promotions out there. How has it been? Have you, Do you think you found a home here in America yet of, of a promotion, would you say? Um, I think I've, already, I've always had like, um, like there's a lot of places that I would consider sort of like my homes and my like go-tos. Um, in like different places, like not mm-hmm. necessarily like one specific home. Um, but there's always like there's people that every time I plan one of these trips, there's the the first people that I message. And yeah, um, Mikey at Black Label Pro is definitely right at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. Um, Freelance has always been really, really good Freelance. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Action down in um, Atlanta has been really good to me. Same with TWE in Chattanooga. Uh, Glory in um, mm-hmm. St. Louis always very good to me um just like the, there's a lot i, I i'm good yeah. i'm i don't want to like not say someone and then i'm like ah, but like you know there's a lot of places in, that have always been very very good to me and welcomed me and like the like i was part of the family um so i'm very blessed to have that um and it's all because i'm very professional <laughs> exactly. so, some people you're getting yeah. some uh you're getting some regular Mondays in too, but uncharted territory on your last trip here. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of the trip, because you did the you did the life of while you were mm-hmm. here for that for that uh, stint. So I got kind of two questions about it. One, I noticed that it came out around about the time that you announced that you're moving here. Was how like how long did you have your move here actually in stone? Like, uh. I announced it the day I got my visa in my hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. I I said, okay, my visa is in my hand. Okay. The process of getting the visa started mm-hmm. probably about a day or two after the filming of um, Life of ended. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. The, that's, that was... It was that about was like nine May. months or so. Yeah, that was like yeah. May. Yeah. 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 It was a very long time. It was a, it's a very long yeah. process. Uh, it was a very expensive process. Uh, yeah. Uh, very, uh, yeah, insane. It, it, the logistics of what I have done, um, if you, like, take a step back and, like, like uh, is like I'm literally insane. Like, it, it is dumb. Very yeah. dumb. Like, 
but also whatever like could die tomorrow so yes i don't know like moving <laughs> moving across the world to uh pursue your passion is uh, that's some like many people would discuss or say i'd love to actually do that but like so pulling the trigger on it is very admirable I'd big say. deal big deal yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um big, big insane deal <laughs> yeah. so kind of jumping back to the trip here last year uh yes. you, you know you were talking about how you like the chaos of cramming everything into like this nice little trip but what's the feeling now knowing that there's not really like a oh in three months i'm out of here kind of thing happening well it's like it still feels as chaotic as like yeah it yeah. still has like it hasn't felt less chaotic yet like and I like I haven't felt like I've had time to like I don't know, even go like see stuff stuff like like mm-hmm. everyone's like oh have you done this in St Louis and I'm like no like I'm literally just trying to like do like life things still like I I want to be able to like have some time where I'm like down and I just go oh I want to go see the the giant arch that's in St Louis like I should probably see that at some point. I want to go do that. I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I, I'm also like, oh, well, I've got all time, but I don't have all time, all the time because time is fickle or something. I don't know. Time time isn't real. I don't know what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> but something like that. You're on the um, money. But, yeah, like it's it's still chaotic. It still feels very chaotic. Um, I'm waiting for it to, like, not. But I think I think maybe that will take until, like, I don't know, six months down the, the track, then I'll be like, Oh, I'm just at home. But now, right now, I'm still like, what am I doing every day? Oh no, things, stuff all the time. I also think once I have my own car and I have like the freedom of just being, mm-hmm. like, it's such a, like, it, I, I don't want to keep going back to the car, but like, it's such a weird thing to go from like, I've had, I had a car back home for 15 years. If I mm. wanted to go to the grocery store, I just got in the car, I just went. <laughs> now I have to be like, do I want to walk 20 minutes? Mm. do I really want that thing that much? What else could I get in this one trip while I, so I only have to leave my house in this little journey that I'm going on one time. Like it's just, or is it an Uber? Do I want to spend that much on an Uber to do this thing? <sighs> like just my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes life easier so, for sure. Yeah. The So, you know, the car has been a bit of a, uh, of a, you know, uh, hindrance for you, but, and, you know, between that and, you know, getting DDT'd by our boss, we talked about some L's. What are oh, some wait. what are some victories um, right, since since being over here? You, have, you know, small victories, stuff you've already accomplished in the ring mm-hmm. that like since you've been back here, because you've been back here for a month and, you know, already definitely had some matches. I picked a weird I picked a bad day to wear a Tony. Hey! <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Too soon. Too, yeah. the audacity Mm -hmm. uh no i it's like being able to like come here uh i think like the first weekend i did like a loop with um steph delanda was on like the same loop as me and that was like Mm -hmm. the best thing ever because it's like one of my best friends and i was like holy shit we're just like living in america doing that thing that we talked about for like like five years ago like just but on our own and like Mm -hmm without like we've just taken control of the narrative of it all and like we're thriving so like fuck the world kind of thing Mm -hmm. and that was just like the best feeling like getting to do like that's like a personal personal little win yeah like wow look at us go Um, came a long way 
exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, like, the first week I was here, I did, like, Ring of Honor, which was, yes, like, uh, the – it's so it's hard to, like, explain this. So, basically, every time I come over here previously, I was legally not supposed to work on TV, mm. you know? Okay. Uh, and so the whole reason that I went out of my way and spent the obscene amount of money is because there was no, without a company signing me and paying for my visa and like and sponsoring my visa, there was no, uh, there was no end goal. Like I could just go around in circles of going over here and doing like a really good indie run for like three months, but then I'd have to go home and I wouldn't be, I'd never, there was a, there was a, ceiling i was never going to be able to simply even be an extra on Mm. tv um which is like something that people over here take so much for granted that they can even sit in catering and eat food that's true um i would like there's people in other countries would fucking kill for that Mm. um but it's and it's not i get it like it's like i get why it's like people don't love it or whatever um but like just to be able to get the email to come and do extras work was like this, like so stupid. It's like, cause it's such as, I know it's such a silly thing to everyone else, but like, that was like, okay, the reason I did all of this made sense. Like the, yep. cause the whole reason was that there was a ceiling that I was never, ever, 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 ever going to be able to break unless I had this visa. Um, so to be able to sort that shit out myself, <laughs> Um, and make it happen myself was like, I was like, okay, like, like, and then I got a fucking, I just got like a proper match with me. So like, yeah. I was like, Come on. Yeah. I was happy just going to catering. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is all I wanted guys. I just wanted to be able to eat catering. But yeah. then they were like, Hey, <laughs> just go wrestle on the show. I was like, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not stupid at all. You bet on yourself and the thing that you bet on yourself doing you did it that's amazing yeah. that's awesome and that's a lesson for all those wrestlers out there who probably feel like what you're saying even here in america they're stuck in this like never be able to kind of get that momentum to keep going you know what i mean like you get a little bit of momentum but if to keep the momentum going is really the hardest part with so many wrestlers so many promotions so many streaming it's services so many going things. on you know what i mean there's so many everything it's kind of ridiculous it's a lot <laughs> and but you just have to you have to block out the noise. I'm, I'm going to turn into like motivational speaking. <laughs> you got to block out the noise and mm-hmm. like focus on yourself and your journey. And you've also got to enjoy the journey. If you're not enjoying what you're doing, then like you can't be so tunnel visioned on what the end goal is. Um, like the end goal of like wanting to be rich and famous and make millions of dollars and be the main event of WrestleMania. Like yeah. that's it's a very good end goal, but you've mm-hmm. got to enjoy the little baby steps along the way and like, work towards little goals and little goals and little like you just have to enjoy the actual journey because when you get so tunnel visioned on something especially in wrestling like an end goal that at the end of the day everything in professional wrestling can sit like your success can Mm. literally come down to whether or not one person in a room likes you or not yeah like it's not like mm-hmm. everything we do is so subjective. Yeah. And if you're going to be like, oh, my God, like, I'm not doing this enough. I'm not doing that enough. I'm like this, this is like, you're just going to drive yourself insane. So mm-hmm. you just got to enjoy what you're doing and try to try to work and get better while you're doing it. But enjoy what you're doing, man, because 
you only got one life and you don't want to spend it stressed out because no. someone said your Irish whip was shit. <laughs> like, it's just, a lot like, of people's Irish whips are shit. It's yeah, fine. like fucking get over it. I want to, uh, since uh, my co-host partner here, Mike, brought up his T-shirt and Tony Deppin, I want to talk a little bit about intergender wrestling. It's a, it could yeah. be at least, you know, taboo to some people. You get to work on both sides of the coin because you get to work women's wrestlers. You get to work men's wrestlers. You get to work uh, non, non-binary wrestlers. Everybody on the spec, whoever wants to get it, Shaz is going to get in there and give it to you. Does Absolutely. that make life as a wrestler easier for you? One. And two, did you make a conscious effort to do it or was it just like, I'll work anybody. I don't care about any of it. Um. So... I think my, like, a lot of the girls that I, like, I'm trying to say. So I, I've been wrestling for nearly 15 years at this point. Mm-hmm. So when I started, it was very much Divas matches and there was maybe yeah. five girls in all of Australia and I just wrestled the same five girls over and 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 over again, mm-hmm. which is great because they were my best friends. Yep. But you, the girls these days are so much better at professional wrestling mm-hmm. because they're not limited to like because you you we train with we train with the guys it's, right. it's all the same when we train but there is this level of wrestling that you learn when you're out there performing and if you're never given the opportunity to perform with someone that is more experienced than you and knows like they can guide you and help you and teach you in the ring and you learn stuff from working with people the same experience level as you and you learn stuff from working with people with less experience than you because you learn how to lead and everything like that mm-hmm. but there is just so much information that like, I'd say like the first like seven or eight years of my career because intergender wrestling was not a thing. Um, I think my first, uh, my first like singles intergender match would have been in 2016. Mm -hmm. Um, So like probably, so still pretty new. Yeah. It's very new. Like it was very Mm -hmm. new that it's been like very uh, wildly accepted, Mm -hmm. but like my growth as a professional wrestler, uh, from when I've had like not been like pigeonholed to be able to wrestle these like 10 people you can wrestle Mm. or you can wrestle hundreds of people. Like (laughs) look at this amount of knowledge and experience that you could actually learn from and get better from, but no, we're going to like handicap you with only being allowed to work this, Mm. which is like the only people when people are like um, against, like against intergender wrestling um, and like, I am against the term intergender wrestling because it is just wrestlers. Yeah, just wrestling. But, just wrestlers. But for this conversation, mm-hmm. uh, for the people that are against it, the only people that not like allowing intergender wrestling to ha- happen like harms or like like or the only careers that it like hinders are the girls because you're yeah. limiting their knowledge and their experience and their like ability to grow as a performer mm-hmm. um, and. Not every not every girl is going to want to do it, and that's True. fine. Mm-hmm. And like no, like no one, no one should be ever, 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 ever be forced to wrestle anyone that they don't want to wrestle. There is there are girls I probably don't want to wrestle, like yeah. let alone guys I don't want to wrestle. <laughs> right. So like it's, it's the same rules apply for all wrestling. Like you should never, ever, ever take on a match or be in the ring with someone that you're not comfortable being in the ring with. Uh, but that doesn't gender in that situation doesn't matter. Um, that's just a general. You should just not like, yeah. and people no. should be understanding and helpful and like there should be like no one should be ever be put in a position where they're not comfortable with who they're in the ring with um 
but yeah, like that's like I didn't I didn't make a conscious decision mm-hmm. to be like an intergender wrestler or whatever, like to wrestle more guys. But like every time I like I'm so appreciative of every time that I get treated like a wrestler, yeah, um, and not like the girls match on the card. Like, right. It's like the way that we're like that I get perceived by not just the people in the back, but like the fans, the way it is, it's all about the way you present people mm-hmm. to the crowd as well. Like if you present women as a weaker and more inferior uh, performer or wrestler or whatever, then they're going to come off that way. But if you don't, like if you, uh, if you present them as strong and tough and like, like you present every other professional wrestler, like there's never going to be that issue because you are the, you are the ones that get to set the tone of how people are presented, like the people running the show and the people in the matches and everything like that. And yeah, I don't know that was a ramble, but I hope no, it was good. good. It's like no. writer, writers tell the story. Like it's, it's just like the Cody Rhodes thing is like, well, where's it going to go? The writers are going to write the story to where it's going to go. That's what they're there for. Right. And that's how this works. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you on the, uh, the uselessness of the term yeah intergender wrestling because you know in 2023 especially like with the fluidity of the gender spectrum yeah like there's there's just no need for division and again like people who don't exclusively identify as any gender like what Mm -hmm. so who who the fuck did they wrestle (laughs) but uh so that being said, what a great time to uh, jump into. I wanted to talk about a promotion you did wrestle for in the U.S. quite a great deal. Uh, you were also, I believe, their champion, the Heart of Shimmer champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just the Heart of Shimmer, Shimmer champion, but in my research, found out that you have the most successful title defenses during your reign of any Heart of Shimmer champion. Wow. Oh, what a good <laughs> so what did being a part of a promotion like shimmer like do you see the kind of like ripple effect now when you're seeing the younger girls that are coming up in wrestling now like in a post shimmer existence where you can see maybe some kind of like ripple effect of you know what shimmer accomplished absolutely i think um shimmer is so 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 important uh to the history of um, professional wrestling, especially Mm -hmm. in America. Um, And so many of the alumni of Shimmer have gone on to be some of the most successful uh, wrestlers in all of the world, like Bailey and Becky Lynch and um, Soraya and like Tony, like, Mm -hmm. like Ruby Riot, like, like it's, it's crazy. Like the amount of talent and then also like the coaches, like we've got Sarah Stock, yeah. um, Del Rey, like mm-hmm. Madison Rain, like these people, everyone sort of came, th- everyone in that sort of generation um, came through Shimmer. And that was like, it was such a rite of path. Like I remember before I started wrestling, um, I think I was like starting training or I was about to start, I was, I was a big, it's a big wrestling nerd. Yes. Um, shock. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to purchase the DVDs on the internet wow. and then wait freaking months for yeah. them to arrive. Yeah. Uh, but I have like, I mean, I don't have them with me here because 
I didn't bring my Shimmer DVDs with me to America when I was packing up my life. I thought mm, these ones can stay at home. Uh, but, like, I used to watch Shimmer, and, like, before I'd even started training, um, like, from 2005, 2006, um, or whatever, and I started training in 2007, um, and I remember when um, the first Australians that got into Shimmer were Madison Eagles and Jesse McKay, mm. um, and it was such a huge, like, it was huge. It was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're in Shimmer, and then, like, this, like, continuous, like, train of girls from Australia and managed to like go through the shimmer system um, and then go on to be successful uh, in their own own way and I mm -hmm. think like the shimmer uh, shimmer did so much for women in professional wrestling and us being taken seriously yeah. um, especially like in that day and age like I remember this is like I was saying like I've been wrestling for a very long time and so in that day and age um, I was wrestling you know the same five girls back home um, we'll be given six minutes, you know, go have your Divas match. Mm -hmm. um, when then I would come over to America and they'd be like, all right, you got 15 minutes, go like, go hard. And it was like, oh, my God, like I'm, I'm a wrestler? What? Mm -hmm. Like I get to actually wrestle? Like all this stuff that we do at training all the time. Like, but then for some reason, as soon as I get on a show, it's put your skirt on. You know, like so um, I think Shimmer is so, so, so important. And like the we wouldn't have – this women's re uh, evolution or revolution, whatever it is that we had in 2015, yeah. um, whatever, wouldn't that, that whole thing just wouldn't have existed if no. Shimmer hadn't started. Mm -hmm. um, and I like, I know you can go back further than that, but it's like, it's, if Shimmer didn't happen, then you don't get the knockouts yeah. and you don't get the, yes. the Shimmer, like the women's revolution. You don't get mm -hmm. all these things um, in American women's wrestling um, that it's very, very important. And shout out to Dave Prezak, who is, yes. um, just amazing and i will always like i owe so much like he had there he had no reason to make like give me the opportunity i'm just some weird girl from australia that was or that's always in his face doing this mm -hmm. um <laughs> mm -hmm. he'll, he'll get that but like i'm not like he had there was no reason that he had to put a belt on me or like give me main or any of these, these things like these opportunities that no one else was giving me in 2015 2016 like so I'm very, very, very thankful for everything at Shimmer. Uh, and Dave should bring it back if you're watching this, Dave. Totally, Dave. I think uh, there's yeah. a market. There's uh, so many great <laughs> wrestlers out there now. It's actually kind of crazy. Like what you're saying, when you were coming in, there was just this many. Now it's like when someone's like, could you tell me a, a great women's wrestler? Now I'm like, uh, how much time do you got? Because like, yeah. where do I start? Like there's yeah. so many. Like it, the market is great for women's wrestling and shout out to like women's wrestling army and, you know, a, a mission yeah. pro for doing things Absolutely. in the same vein as that and continuing on that legacy that shimmer has created. So Shaza, let's talk about some goals and aspirations. You're here in America. We talked about some TV wrestling. We talked about yeah. some extra work. What's on the horizon? You want to be at WrestleMania? You want to wrestle Rhea for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania 40? Or what's going um, on here? Look, that sounds really fun. No, that's super fast. You know, I'm just... I'm just <laughs> that sounds it. really fun. Also sounds very stressful. It sounds um, scary, doesn't it? Sound, it sounds like it would cause me an anxiety attack. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it sounds like mm, maybe too much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe no. Yes. Um, I genuinely... Just want to. I just want to enjoy what I'm doing. Um, I've been wrestling for a really long time. Mm -hmm. 
shockingly, I'm quite old uh, when it comes to females in this industry, um, which like, but like, I, like I am like realistically speaking. Um, so I know I don't have another like 10, 15 years in me. Um, so I'm just trying to make sure that I have as much fun as I can and do as much as I want as I can and like have I my big goal this is the thing I've always said is that I want to be so when everyone writes those lists of who they want to wrestle mm-hmm. I want to be on those lists I want to be someone that some, everyone wants to work with like yeah. I want to be I want I want people to want me around and what I want to be wanted um, <laughs> with some trauma or something um, but like you know like i want i want to be someone that people are like oh like if the a match gets announced they'll added that they get to like wrestle me like that's like mm-hmm. oh my god hell yeah like that's what like i want i want to be on the list i want to be the person people want to work with mm-hmm. that's dope i like it oh, no, i'm into it person. Hell yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got it. So, well, no, we got, you know, we, we've laid out, we've laid out your plan for what you want to do while you're here. We've talked mm-hmm. about your past accomplishments. We've talked about some of the shit you've been up to since you've been in here, been here in America, the good and the bad. Uh, before, you know, yes. before we wrap it up, is there anything, is there anything you want to shout out? Is there anything you want to promote? Anything you want to put over? Tell us. Let us know. Please sign up to my OnlyFans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Boom. Bam. Liter- literally, that is what pays the bills. Yes. So- there you <laughs> go. Mm-hmm. I, le- I legally cannot get an office job. Otherwise, I would, but they, they won't let me. Um, mm. so-, <laughs> so please. OnlyFans. I, co- I give good content, I think. Mm-hmm. I hope. I don't know. No complaints so far. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's the perfect but- plug. Yeah. All right. But book shaza find her er, er, find her on twitter it's right under her name on the sidebar there mm-hmm. reg what about yourself my man uh, you can find me at righteous reg and on your favorite places every saturday i'm on grapsity podcast tomorrow or today or whenever this airs you could find me on the roh post show roh post show is supposed to be the roh show is supposed to be pretty nuts uh on thursday so yeah and then every wednesday you could find me on indeed fightful over book with Mike talking independent wrestling, the best wrestling there is in the world. Absolutely. And, you know, same for me. Twitter's right there. I'm here every Wednesday. I don't do anything else. I have too much shit to do out, out like away from here. So mm-hmm. well, thank you again for joining us, Shaza, coming all the way from Australia to talk wow. to us. It means We're a so lot. Blessed. <laughs> it, it means a lot. You found an Airbnb in America just to talk to us. <laughs> what I do. <laughs> All right. Have a great week, everybody, and uh, we'll see you.